Tonight's episode of the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish is brought to you by Z Apollo Photography. Visit zapollophotography.com for all your photography needs. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. PW Hustle, the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Right, infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection.
This guy is absolutely off the page amazing. of all modern time to Kazuchika Okada, the former IWGP heavyweight world champion. And look at this, Okada and Hangman teeing off on Jay White and Adam Cole. Man, what a night here. Kazuchika Okada making a impromptu debut, coming to the aid of Adam Page. Bang, bang, want to get a cheap shot in, didn't work. Okada, Rainmaker, no! Switchblade avoided it. And Jay White leaving with his tail tucked between his legs and also leaving with that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. But for how long? I can't wait for Sunday. Pay-per-view is going to be extraordinary. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see these international superstars in action. And it has suddenly gotten quite a bit more interesting with the arrival of the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. You didn't think I was going to let Jungle Boy eliminate me from the Casino Battle Royal last year and get away with it. Now, did you? That sounds a little petty. Yeah, yeah, it is a little bit petty, but here's the thing. Even more concerning, even more more bothersome to me than being eliminated from that casino battle royal was the reaction of each and every one of you when I got eliminated. I am a legend in this business and I deserve, I deserve more respect than to be cheered when I get eliminated from a battle royal. Do you understand me? Not to mention the fact that Jungle Boy cost me a massive roster bonus by being eliminated and a fast track to a world title shot. So yeah, it pissed me off. But here's the thing that got me thinking a little bit. Maybe if these people like Jungle Boy so much, I should do a little bit of background check on him. So. So I decided against my better judgment to go on social media and find out a little bit more about Jungle Boy. Man, what a cesspool social media has become, especially considering the wrestling corner of social media, am I right? I mean, you got losers like these people out here tweeting away like your opinion matters, like you know anything about this business, like you know anything that goes on behind that curtain. You know nothing of my business, all right? I don't need your comments about who I should be wrestling, what title I should be going for, who I should align myself with. I'm one of the best to ever step foot in this ring. I got it figured Jungle out. Jungle Boy Thanks. cost me a lot of money by missing out on that roster bonus, so I had to recoup it. And hey, in that research, I found out that Jungle Boy, yeah, he's pretty damn talented. So what I figured I was going to do is hitch my wagon to that train and ride it until it went dry. And hey, I thought it'd be a long time. I'd just make this easy money, give him a little pep talk, come stand beside down here at ring, do minimal work, and cash that big fat paycheck. That's all I cared about. No, no, don't get me wrong. You think I came back to elevate younger talent? You think I came back to help out the next generation? 
No, that's bullshit. I came back here to make a ton of money, and that's the only reason. No, I hear other people out here complaining about their paychecks, complaining about money. I got a little advice for you. I got a little advice. And since you can't afford it, it's, it's going to be free advice, so take it while you can. Try, and this goes to anybody in the back. You want to earn my paycheck? Here's the, here's the deal. Try having a match that people actually talk about a week, more than a week after it happens. Can you do that? I'm talking the type of match, hold that microphone up a little bit. The type of match that parents sit their kids down and make them watch it over and over again. The type of match that changes the industry. The type of match they name pay-per-views after. Do that, and then you can be on my pay grade. Until then, eat my crumbs and enjoy it. Now, Jungle Boy. I said I was gonna recoup that money from you. And you do have the talent, Jungle Boy, but you don't have it here. You don't have that killer instinct. And somewhere along the way, I saw it happening. And here is the final nail in the coffin. The one time I don't give you that pre-match advice, the one time I don't walk down here with you, you lose the tag team championships. Gravy train ran dry, Jungle Boy, so here's the thing. It's like the old saying goes, you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. So now, I'm gonna have to take control. I'm gonna have to get my hands dirty, and that pisses me off. Listen, Tony, listen. I was only giving Jungle Boy's mom the chance to apologize to me for giving birth to Jungle Boy, and she instead flipped me off. But here's the thing, here's why I think she's really mad. I think she saw her Night in Shining Arbor go off into the sunset. I think she was a little sweet on Christian Cage, if you know what I mean. I think she wanted me to be Jungle Boy's father. And here's the thing, I know Jungle Boy, he looked at me like a father figure, he sure did. But here's the thing, Jungle Boy, I never wanted to be your father. I never wanted to be your father figure. You have a father but your father's dead. Damn. And that's probably a good thing, Jungle Boy, because he would be embarrassed and ashamed to see how you turned out. He'd be embarrassed and ashamed to see you crumpled up like a ball on my feet, refusing to get up and fight back. Here it is, Jungle Boy. Enjoy your early retirement at 25. Stay gone, because if you... We need to talk. I'm not gonna do it here in front of these losers. We need to, we need to talk to them. Remember what happened to Marco? Luchasaurus, please let go of me, you're hurting me. You're like a, you're like a son to me. You're like... You're like a son to me. Give me a break. We need to talk. We need to talk in private. We're not doing it here in front of these people. Luchasaurus can't be buying this. Can he? He and Jungle Boy have been completely inseparable, and now... Look this. It makes me sick. So disingenuous is a very talented Christian King.
WWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Kevin Panetta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host is back once again on the skirmish. He's the $1 king. He's Panetta's sexy time. Welcome back to the skirmish, Kev. How's things, bro? And what a up-and-down dynamite, man. I kind of loved certain parts of it, then I hated a lot of it. Kev, how do you feel, my man? Giant clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Chaotic, chaotic a disorganized mess. Uh, there were some moments I liked, though, but a lot better than last week. Oh, definitely a lot better than last week. And I'm not going to lie, Kev. I'm pretty pumped for Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker, dude. He got a huge pop, dude. He did. Um, but there's still, like, not many stakes in this whole pay-per-view, you know? No, absolutely. And shout-outs to Mark Rothenberger, who says, Go Moxley, FTR, Darby, and Rusev. And Facebook user says, Christian Cage killed it. He did kill it. His first half of the promo was a bit, meh. But then it kicked in, if you know what I mean, by midway through that promo. But no less, he did kill it, man. Kev, if he doesn't bring out some emotion in Jungle Boy now with this, uh, nothing will. This is like do or die now time for Jungle Boy. Step up and show some emotion, show some personality. Well, man, that was heavy when he said about his old man being dead. Even though I'm sure it's all good. And I'm sure Luke Perry would have loved it if he was still around. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a classic pro wrestling heel promo and storyline but yeah look man i think christian could put, i wasn't sure if christian could pull off that real healy shit but you know what he impressed me man i feel like he done it better than edge fuck it i said it, dude oh that was awesome that's the uh best i've seen christian on the mic in a long time and did you see his a new long shirt time did you see actually new- i didn't pay notice what was it on uh awshop.com it says instead of outwork everybody it says work everybody it's awesome. <laughs> it didn't outwork us, motherfucker. I knew he was turning months ago. All right. So, yeah, you didn't do it to us, dude, just for the record. But, yeah, man, I'm pumped. I am pumped. But let's start off with the start of the show as uh, we get Brian Danielson coming down to the ring. And, dude, I mean, shit. I guess he's. What? what do you know what's wrong with him? I do not. Um, it was spoiled for me what he was going to say, though, ahead of time, so it didn't hit me like it was going to hit everybody. Why is that? I saw it on, like, Ringside News posted that uh, he was going to be out Forbidden Door. Uh, okay, all right. No spoiler warning. It was just right on the their page. I didn't even try to look. Scrolling on my feet and saw it. So I'm like, ah, just ruined a whole freaking segment for me, news guys. Fucking stop. <laughs> ruining wrestling. All you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, stop motherfuckers. Try to look. Well, we do get the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, excuse me, making his entrance, and Tony Schiavone interviews him in the ring. Danielson says he's going to just take the mic and not give it back, and says this week is a great week to be an AEW fan and to be a professional wrestling fan. He talks up Forbidden Door on Sunday, and then Blood and Guts on next week's Dynamite. He loves that Milwaukee is as excited for violence as he is, and he says he was expecting to be part of both of those events. We get Chris Jericho paid Zack Sabre Jr. to challenge him to a match, and he wasn't only excited to prove that, 
He's not the best technical wrestler, but he was excited to crush his Trankia, and he was excited to get revenge on Jericho and his crew for anarchy in the arena. But unfortunately, he's got good news and bad news. The bad news is because of what Jericho and Hager did to him, he's not cleared to compete in the next week at all. Uh, but l lest anyone be concerned about his overall health, you can probably tell that his mind is at 100% capacity and he can run two miles without breaking a sweat. He'll be back. He also goes on to say that there's not a man in the world who can wrestle in this ring like he does right now. And that's not even the good news. The good news is Eddie Kingston has gone on record to say that he's a judgmental prick. And you're damn right he is. And because of that, he has really, really high standards. So you know that when he promises us something is going to be amazing, it will be amazing. He has found the one person he trusts to take his spot at Forbidden Door and that blood and guts, the one person he knows in the entire world who will take who will take it to ZSJ on a technical level and then go kick Chris Jericho's head in and we're all going to be astounded by what he does in AEW. Who, as the crowd go, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> we get Zack Sabre Jr. coming to the ring. He jaws at Danielson while commentary hops up Forbidden Door as Moxie cuts a promo from somewhere in the arena. He says sometimes it's business and sometimes it's personal and the blood and guts It'll be personal. Blinded his best friend. Put his partner on the shelf. And next week we'll find out if if the Jericho Appreciation Society can survive. We'll just find out how much they're willing to suffer and what they're willing to endure. And uh, man, what the hell? I mean, and how obvious is this, actually, Kev? Tell me we're not getting Cesaro or Cesaro to be that guy. It would make more sense if it was Johnny Gargano because the uh, William Regal NXT uh, connection. Um, it could it could be Cesaro though. It could be. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 intrigued to see who it's going to be. <laughs> bye bye, Captain Casma by Mike Rothenberger, and he also says Castro. Uh, look, man, like I said, I do think it would be Cesaro. But you're saying, Kev, continue on, please. Um, yeah, I thought storyline-wise, I could see it being Gargano because the NXT connection, and I did see him at that event with the AEW guys like a month ago. Um, uh, but Harry are resigning with WWE though. Yeah, so, I've heard that too. But I've heard true. both of them. Mm. I heard Gargano. Uh, what? Signed means. Well, what was that? <laughs> uh, my like Siri on my computer just went crazy and thought we called it. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. Well, what was I going to say? I just think it fits more to be actually Cesaro because with Gargano, honestly, dude, I don't think he fits, man. And are they really that close, Gargano and, and Danielson, when you think about it? Well, are him and Cesaro and Danielson close? Do they have any storylines really together? Absolutely, dude. Actually, they go back to Ring well, of Honor days. Come on, oh, man. What was that, 15 years ago? Hey, still, they got history, but. I mean, look, they signed with WWE pretty, like, close together. I mean, when did Cesaro sign with WWE? Do you remember? He's been here, like, 11 years now, I think. And how long has Danielson been there for now? Well, well, how long was he there for? Seven, eight years, probably. So, roughly, they signed it around the same time. So, if you think about it, both came up from Ring of Honor. Both had history in Ring of Honor. Both had history in WWE. Cesaro's I mean, just... Under, uh tougher like stronger style it's like uh the way he wrestles is a better fit 
Uh, but, but I heard they couldn't afford him money wise. So I heard it was ah, It's TK, bro. Come on, man. He'll throw the fucking millions when it comes to WWE fucking guys. And anyway, Cesaro's not worth millions. I'd pay him no more than fucking no shit, eight fifty tops. And that's a lot. Maybe it'll be a one off guy like Karrion Cross or something. Killer Cross. Nah, nah. That's another Actually, William Regal to pull him in for a one off. Speaking of mocks, I mean um of uh what's it called? Killer Cross. I mean, do you think his 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 heat has died out a, a little bit, dude? I mean, I feel like I don't know what's going on with him, man. I know he's with uh, Control Your Narrative, but I, I heard AEW were interested, but he's not interested, so I don't know what's going on. Well, he was interested. He just didn't want a job his first match, and, you know, he would have lost. He would have had that big cast spot. So he's being right. more protective of his character. No, yeah. absolutely. Actually, better win, Mark. You better win. <laughs> you better win. That title. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, we go to the... Sorry, I wish Moxley would talk about the title. I wish he would show that he wants it, you know? So is this Tanahashi versus Moxley for the interim AEW World Championship, right? Yes. Oh, I want Tanahashi to win, bro. And what that, that leads the show in, like, uh, well, why would you have an interim champion if they're making a championship for the interim championship? Wouldn't they have just had, like, you know, that wouldn't make sense, though. It's got to be someone that's going to be there unless it's going to stick around for Well, them. it's only the interim championship, right? Yeah, but if they weren't going to strip CM Punk and give the interim guy to a guy's not going to be there, what's the point of making an interim champion? You know? It's AEW, bro. What's the point of an All-Atlantic fucking title, really, when you think about it? And he, got, he doesn't even get the Atlantics right. He doesn't even get the the oceans right, bro. Come on. All right, touche. You got me on that one. <laughs> Come on. It is what it is, bro. We, why do we even have to think of logic when it's AEW, bro? Remember when... Uh, Four or five months ago, we said AEW had more logical storylines, and now that's all out the window. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe that shit, bro? We said that? Yeah, it's crazy. Hang us out dry right now, man. <laughs> well, it just proves that they just throw anything against the wall and see if it sticks. Before that, they just got lucky, bro. And the injury bug. They didn't know how to uh, switch stuff up, but the injury bug finally hit them hard. Big time, man. And not just over here in AEW, but even over there in WWE. I mean, it seems like June's a cursed month for professional wrestlers. Yep. Rhea Ripley, too, now? Yeah. yeah, what's up with her? What's going on with her exactly, actually, Kev? I'm with her brain, so I'm going to assume it's like a hematoma or something. Some brain really? injury. Gotta be a brain injury? Yeah. That's not good, dude. Nah, hopefully just a concussion. Shit. I didn't know it was that serious, but uh, shit. I'm shocked. Well, I hope it's not serious because, <laughs> let's face it, Judgment Day is already down the toilet, man. They were the hottest thing in wrestling two weeks ago. Not the hottest, but one of the hottest. Two <laughs> no, weeks no, ago. not the hottest. No, one way. of uh, they were a very uh, positive thing to look forward to on the show. And that it was, good. it was positive, but um, it's straight to the trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, it is what it is. We'll see anyway. Well, we move on to our first matchup of the evening on Dynamite. As we get Orange Cassidy and Rapungi Vice, Rocky Romero and Chipretta, versus the United Empire and Cole Fletcher, Mark Dunkzilla Davis, and Will Ospreay. And uh, you know what, man? As, as many spots as there were in this match, it was a damn fun matchup. The crowd helped it be more fun. There was, there's parts of it I didn't like. There's some there was a lot of no selling. Uh, you know, yeah. A lot of no selling, a lot of spots. Well, but Ospreay the way it was done. 
sells. Osprey had a couple cheesy sells too. The way he sold a couple things, and the one dude in AE when he uh, when he uh, or AU when when Cassie had his hands up and he didn't hit him right away. That was kind of stupid. Yeah, Almost there's a bit of quailing going on there. <laughs> yeah, if you're in a fight and somebody does that, you're gonna wait till he does something, or if, especially if you know what he's gonna do. When he just knock him out, you have a free punch. <laughs> but uh, look, like, like I said. It's your typical fucking spot fest. It, it, it is what it is. But you know what, man? They were pretty on point, though, these guys. 90% of the match. There was a few times, like you said, they were just sitting there and blah, blah, blah. But most of the time, man, they were on point. They were doing combos. United Empire was working well together, man, I felt. Yeah. But, of course, uh, Aussie Open were there just to eat the pin. And I'm talking about Kyle Fletcher. Because, unfortunately, Orange Cassidy and Punky Vice win by pinfall. With a damn orange punch from Cassidy on Cole Fletcher for the one, two, three. You know, pretty fun match. Like I said, I could shit on it if I really want to. But for what it was, it was a fun match. It was all over the place. It was a spot fest. And it was near fall after near fall. It was just a typical freaking AEW matchup. Or should I say, Shindy matchup. But it was all right. I would have had uh, I would have had uh, Osprey's team go over. He's one and two Me now, too. with two losses to Trent. And I guess it's they're doing the Rapongi Vice thing later. They have two. They got pinned by Trent and by uh, Romero now. Well, no. they they did win on ramp. Well, he won on Rampage anyway last week. I'm talking about Will Osprey. Did so he's one so, and two now. You know, it's kind one of one and two. Carrot. It's true, man. Well, post-match, Jeff Cobb and Grado Khan come down to help the stable mates and square up with the five-on-three advantage. And then we get FTR making the save. We get backstage, though, after that with Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, and Sanam Singh. But before I continue on with that, FTR's fucking over, dude. <laughs> I don't think the pop was as loud as you, you guys, the internet's going to say it was. You think, think so? Was, yeah, I think just because any, any song would have came out, they would have popped for it. didn't matter who it was. Just to be fair... Because they're outnumbered. I'd rather you be right because, look, I don't mind FTR, but shit, they annoy me after a while too, dude. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm gonna, People are going to start turning on him because they're saying Dax Hardwood's wrestler of the year and he has like a losing record. Uh, oh, please. They're going to make the whole thing. Big gonna, oh, fuck. He I'm pulls off one. Yeah, fuck that. Just because he pulls off one sick match. Like, seriously. Like, oh, my God, people are going back. 2022. He's been the the wrestler of the year. Get the fuck out of I'm here, saying man. Dolph Ziggler is the wrestler of the decades. He hasn't had a bad match <laughs> in 10 years. Come on, he's won three matches. Oh, hey, give us a bad. I'm give a big a fan. Break. Get, jerk yourselves off, dude. He's not <laughs> the wrestler of the year. Uh, not in the top 10. Thank you. Say it one more time, Kev. Dax is not even the top 10 <laughs> of the year. <laughs> oh, my God. They have three tag team belts that aren't even one of the main ones in the world. <laughs> facts. Yeah. That's actually facts. It's Ring of Honor on TV. They were just bought out, you know, for less money than Vince McMahon would pay for sex. <laughs> preach, you can't preach. Please keep preaching. <laughs> the Usos are better than FTR right now. Okay. They have oh, two, hell yeah. Two world championships on the best... <laughs> Number one promotion in the world. <laughs> Better than the Ring of Honor Championship. Mexican Championship. All right, Internet? Oh, shit, man. Fuck it. I'll go one better, Kev. <laughs> one of those Mexican belts don't even hold the fucking tag team title straps, bro. 
Seriously. And they've got two of them, the Usos, bro. I mean, one of those WWE World Tag Team Championships is worth both of those damn things and some. Yep. <laughs> now, the belt they don't have is valuable. The one that the Young Bucks have, that's valuable. Win that, that one. was the most. The most valuable. As a matter of fact, they got a defunct promotions tag team championships. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Get off the jocks. You're going to have people turn against them. I wouldn't have said anything bad about them two weeks ago, but get off their fucking jocks. Don't force it. Oh, right. someone had to say it, man. That was I'm here. I look like Dax. I love them. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, fuck it. Look at us. Yeah, we're FTR right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. There's Wheeler over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? Fuck the revival. <laughs> oh, shit, man. We just burnt these motherfuckers big time. <laughs> That's funny, man. But that was true. It's true. Are we lying? Fucking seriously, nah, we're not. You're not the best guy. You're not the best wrestler. You're not even <sighs> top 10, you know, on either show. On Raw <sighs> or Dynamite. Oh, man, that was a good laugh, Kev. <laughs> Seriously, that was great. Well, like I was saying, Daddy's excited and wants to go to India to celebrate, but Lethal wants to win the Ring of Honor TV title. But Samoa Joe's been absent for nearly a month, so he can either tape that shoulder up and come back to work or vacate the title so Lethal can get it back either way. And blah, who gives a shit, right, Kev? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Well, they need consistency. If, if Joe's hurt and he's off TV for, what is that, three to three weeks now? Like, why doesn't he? Well, they have an interim Ring of Honor TV championship, you know? Well, he's busy going back to the cock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now, actually, speaking of the cock, apparently the, the game is back. Yeah. Is, it, is it fucking true? And if so, are we going to get the black and gold brand once again? It's no? true. But he's just going to play with Bruce and Sean. It's going to be... Uh... Uh, I think this is what happened, actually, in my opinion, Kev. I think since we got Stephanie as your CEO of WWE, right? I, you know, Wasn't it her that actually fired Bruce Pritchard like years ago? Yes. Right. So now part of the condition to tolerate Bruce Pritchard was to bring good old Paul Levesque, Triple H, back into his spot, back at NXT while Bruce Pritchard goes to the talent relations now and takes uh, John Laurinaitis' spot. So it makes sense, dude. Bruce doesn't like that position, though. I think they on his podcast he said he hated it before he doesn't want it. So that's going to well, be Well, stiff shit, <laughs> because he's going to have to do it for now. Well, yeah. John Laurinaitis is a people power. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how the Bellas feel. I wonder how Danielson feels about his father-in-law, bro. Yeah. Unbelievable. Pretty shitty. Maybe that's why he was pretty pissed off tonight. She's playing brain cancer when Johnny Ace cheated on her, too. That's pretty messed up. Wow. Jesus Christ. Anyway, (laughs) we come back from. It's funny with the Johnny Ace while we're going with the Ace battle, Tanahashi and Moxley. (laughs) NXT NXT has an Ace now. Who's Uh, that? Jordan Devlin is JD, uh, JD something, the Ace. Like oh four. yeah, I saw that. I saw that. You know what? Jimmy Crack Corn Kev and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that was gold, man. Oh Chris, shit. Little Chris Tucker for the young people out there. <laughs> Smoke gay. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Anyway, let's move on to fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? Christian Cage. And he's coming to the ring, talk, talking trash on the crowd and said he was never going to let Jungle Boy get away with eliminating him from the Casino Battle Royal last year. And yeah, it's petty, but the fan reaction to him being eliminated turned him even harder. He did a little background check on Jack and decided against better judgment to go on social media. Um, wrestling social media has become a cesspit of people telling him how to do his job and Perry cost him a lot of money by losing out on that paycheck. So he did his research and figured he'd hitch his wagon to Perry to get that paycheck. You think he came back to help out the next generation? That's bullshit. He came here to make money and that's it. You want to earn his paycheck? Try having a match that people talk about for more than a week after it happens. He says Jungle Boy has the talent, but he doesn't have the brains. And the one time he doesn't give advice before the match, he loses the tag titles. Jesus Christ, as we go on, the gravy train ran dry and now he has to take control and get his hands dirty. And that pisses him off. We get footage of him yelling at Jack's family and says his mum is really mad because she saw her knight in shining armor go off into the sunset. She was a little sweet on him. He says Jack might have looked to him like a father figure, but he had a father and his father is dead and probably ashamed of him to boot. Enjoy early retirement at 25 and stay gone. And then we get Luchasaurus coming to the ring and uh, I don't know what's going on there with some sort of blackmail and whatnot. I've always said that Christian Cage and Luchasaurus will be the ones to turn heel on Jungle Boy. But nevertheless, this was a great promo though, Kev. Oh yeah, this is the best uh, Christian's been done in, uh, in TNA, or excuse me, in AEW already. This is- <laughs> TNA, the X Division brother. Was, brother. Uh, with my head, I was thinking because he, uh, he won the Impact Championship. That was other, <laughs> his only other good moment. It is TNA, don't worry about that. Yeah, same thing, that's why I... <laughs> Um, well, he does use the same theme at the end of the day from fucking TNA. Yeah, true. Um, I kind of, I, I was kind of hoping he would join up with Matt Hardy instead of uh, Luchasaurus here. I just because well, well, he was saying like have him do a pay per view named after you, the TLC, and Matt Hardy doesn't have Jeff right now. You could have had Matt Hardy come out and be with Christian right now, and have both of them say like uh, they don't want to put young guys over, be like all mega heels right now. I thought it'd been a good, good shot for Matt, especially because Matt's been. Uh, directionless except when jeff is back he did just get then, could they call themselves judgmental day and get away with it uh, probably <laughs> judgmental day probably. <laughs> you know it'd be funny where they just judge everybody bro even like jeff hardy before being on the shit you know they just judge him <laughs> they just judge everyone absolutely absolutely well but i love me but it was great. It was the best by far. He, he, he was on a roll. I even like the douchebag turtleneck, too. Oh, know? yeah. That was a douchebag fucking turtleneck that he was wearing. Absolutely, man. You know, like I said, it, it, it totally surprised me, man, because a lot of people say Edge is the way better promo guy, right? And mm-hmm. the much better heel. And you could say that Edge is a better heel. But we forget how good a snarky Christian is as a heel, bro. And I'm talking about that Christian that thinks he's above everybody. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that real fucking like jock sort of attitude about him, you know, like a real douchebag. And I, I miss that Christian. I can't say Christian's better than uh, Vicky Guerrero with uh, with Edge. That was a pretty asshole. <laughs> that was period. that was pretty that was pretty good. So was Ziggler and Vicky. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Christian is an awesome asshole. Even when he's a Absolutely. good guy, cocky guy, he's just always better as a cocky. Yeah, even in TNA, he was cocky. For sure. With uh, Tyson Tomko and stuff, and the uh, definitely coalition. Yeah, so we're gonna see some of the best of Christian. He's he's gonna definitely bring it because he doesn't have many years left. Well, man, like I said, he 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 literally hit it out the park. I mean, at first he was blabbering on a little bit, but then he got to his point. Yeah, yeah, he could see the peeps way out there. And uh, man, like I said, Captain Charisma brought his charisma tonight, and I'm all for it. I just hope you know. Obviously, he's gonna put over Jungle Boy. I mean, there's no doubt about it, right? Yep. And oh, uh, boy. Boy's gotta shit her get off the pop. Show your personality. Show some heat. Show some, you know. Show some some heart, man. You know what I mean? Some hunger. Some garbage sauce. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we do get the young bucks backstage with Kyle O'Reilly crowing about having the tag titles again. People have been asking if they're going to be at Forbidden Door, and it's safe to and it's a safe bet that they will be there. O'Reilly says Sting should be locked up. And what he did to him at Forbidden Door, they've got Bullet Club to take on Sting and his cronies, Kev. Did you see the name of the Sting's team? No, I didn't catch it. What was it? The Dudes with Attitudes. Oh, no. For another throwback? Yeah, another throwback. Uh, I, think it's kind of, I think it's kind More of More cosplaying. <laughs> hey, we always said somebody else's talk. At least it's Nash and, uh, or excuse me, yeah, Diesel and Sean this time. Yeah, but come on. Come on, this thing is part of this shit, bro. Like, come it's, on, man. It's 60. You don't know what's cool, you know? Can't we get the Blade Runners? Uh, the Dingo Warrior? Oh, the Dingo. <laughs> Darby Allen could be the Dingo Warrior. Yeah, uh, Darby Allen <laughs> was much smoother on the, on the mic today, by the way, too. He sounded much more comfortable. Yeah, um, but that's because it was, uh, you know, it was pre-taped. Still, you got to practice somewhere. That definitely sounded much more comfortable and uh, definitely good practice for him. He did sound comfortable, but we don't know how many takes it took for him to actually sound comfortable, though, Kev. True, true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So until I see a good, decent live promo, I don't know, man. I'll hold out for now. But, um, yeah, look, I'm a fan of Darby Allens anyway, dude. I mean, as long as he doesn't kill himself by the time he's 28, like, he'll be great. But he needs to know, and, and this is the thing, man. I don't understand. There's all these veteran wrestlers there. But does anyone really tell him to slow down? I mean, to me, it feels like Sting and Darby Allen are egging each other on to do fucked up shit. Well, you heard Hangman Page. All these old people talking shit on the... They don't take advice. It's all, they all get butt hurt. They will not yeah. take any advice. It's like, uh, there's fair criticisms, you know? Just because Cornette says it mean, doesn't mean yeah. that Booker T is saying it mean, you know? No. Doesn't mean that Bully Ray is saying it mean or Conan. You know, they don't lock, lock all those guys in together as Cornette, as much as we agree with Cornette most of the time. Hell yeah. Yeah, but uh, they don't listen to Cornette. But the Booker T says it like, he, he's a company guy, but he uh, says it nicely. Yeah. You know, Mark Henry says it nicely. Like, listen to these guys a little bit. Oh, absolutely, man. You're spot on. And uh, oh, look, man, it is what it is. What do you do? It's like what Booker T said about uh, Adam Cole, that he needs to pack on muscle. Shit, bro. It's been a hard week for Adam Cole, or maybe a hard two weeks, because everyone is body shaming him online, bro, including the experts. It's not body shaming if you're a professional athlete. I'm going to say what I said <laughs> in this book. If He's a fat yourself, fuck, bro. If you're calling yourself a professional wrestler, 
Do not get mad when you're criticized for not having a professional athlete body. You <laughs> one way and not the other. Are you a pro wrestler or are you a sports entertainer? Are you a pro wrestler, a professional athlete, or are you an actor? Okay. That was and beautiful. Doesn't mean we don't like you, Adam Cole. You're awesome. It's <laughs> your ceiling. Bulk up a little bit, and you'll go even farther. Absolutely, I agree with fucking sexy time, one hundred fucking percent. And you know what, Adam Cole, you fat fuck. All right. Now, just for the people that don't know this, this is this goes way back to, to Ring of Honor days, where they used to call him a fat fuck anyway, bro. Mm. So. This is not the first time they've called him fat fuck, so that's why I'm calling him a fat fuck right now. But it's true. This is the worst I've ever seen him, dude. He needs to pack on some muscle, man. I don't, I don't understand like, why he wants to look like that. If he wants to uh, be the top guy there, he does. If he's happy where he's at, he doesn't, you know? If he wants to be even better, he wants to be the – he'll probably get a world championship run, but if he wants to be, like, the man there, he, he, he's got to bulk up a little bit. Not even bulk up, tighten up. Yeah, I don't think he's ready to be the guy yet, Kev, man. You if, know he what? In, if he came in in better shape than NXT when he came in right away, he could have been. He could have been, but yeah, he's... I just feel like he's... I don't want to say AEW's exposed him because he's on a major platform and now, like, he's a big fish in a small pond, per se. You know what I mean? But, like, he just feels down the pecking order, really, even though he's always up in the higher mid-card. He does. He just feels upper mid-card. Um, feels like an NXT champion, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. Well, let's move on. Speaking of NXT, we get Malachi Black versus Penta Obscuro. I call him Obscuro at this point. For your AEW All-Atlantic Championship Tournament first round matchup. And what, nothing's changed over here, Kev, because we get Malachi Black winning by pinfall with a black mass. Again, getting the win over... Pentagon. That's crazy, dude. I like this is- match. It was good. But where's Julia Hart? Like, you know, they just did the, they have an interesting thing with her storyline, and then she's nowhere to be seen. Uh, but I, just, I like this match. This is my match of the night. I, I love these guys. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. No shit. Yeah. I felt this match sucked. Why? I don't know. I just felt like there was a few spots where they didn't execute properly. I don't know. Maybe the start of the match was kind of slow for me you know what i mean i'll give it the last three minutes was great before that it just i don't know it wasn't there was a couple of botches too bro with I, this the one match that had stakes you know it had they had a reason to fight you know and it wasn't a clusterfuck you know that's why i liked it too like i need to have i need to care who wins like i know you don't care about the all land like, I, I think it's going to be really valuable belt on on the show <sighs> Oh, valuable depends what you mean by valuable i mean when you got a guy like tk who practically says all the seas in the world all the oceans are all atlantic look, look at the match we're getting we're getting miro versus uh malachi it's gonna be awesome it's better than anything going on with the team it's better than anything scorpio sky is going to be doing you know it's, this belt's going to be those kind of guys going for it all the time well Ray, as you I go for it soon after that you know because he beat pento scoro it's going to be very awesome belt i think you might as well call Penta Obscuro instead of Oscuro because he's obscure at this point, Kev. I'm just saying. Sure, they definitely killed all of his heat. I mean, that he They've had- killed him. They've killed him. How many times do you, want to, do you want these guys to beat these guys, like the triangle death squares, triangle circles, whatever the fuck they are? 
But like you were saying before, we do get a post-match thing where Pac comes running down and immediately stares Black down. Miro then cuts a promo from the Tron. He says he just wants his God and his God and his gorgeous wife. Gorgeous but, wife. <laughs> but instead he drug all the bastards and pagans with him and redeem them all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that match. So this belt has me uh, looking forward to stuff when I'm not in any of the other foods, foods on the show right now. Miro is definitely winning. Probably. I think he will. His oh, I think he will. Up, you know, like you got the House of Black could attack him. There could be shit. Well, where was House of Black tonight? When when you, your guys are supposed to be at the ring, they don't bring them, you know? When you know <laughs> what's going on, there's a clusterfuck. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. But you're right. Spot on. But we'll see what happens, man. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, now we'll see. As we come back from commercial, we get a video package for Wardlow's quest for the TNT Championship. Shoot me now. Warless world, party time, oh, excellent. No, 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 but yeah, dude, no. I, I just feel like he's dead. His heat is gone. He's cold, bro. Yep, only uh, only like two guys today came out better than before. I think too. Like, uh, and who's that? Who do you think? Malachi, and then um, somebody later on. When we get there, I'll, I'll remember who. I was thinking it when, when it was happening. Looks worse. We'll do that. And uh, speaking of fat fucks, as we were saying before, Adam Cole makes his entrance and joins the commentary booth as we get Hangman Adam Page versus Silas Young in a great back and forth matchup, dude. But who cares? I don't know Silas. But who cares? No, who cares? But I like Silas Young, man. He reminds me of a. He kind of reminds me of Jesse the Body Ventura, man, in a way. He looks like back a little bit too, but not the way he wrestles, obviously, because fuck. Jesse the Body Ventura couldn't do half that shit he was doing. But, uh, yeah, you're right, man. He, he's underrated. I think he's got potential. But how old is the guy, man? He's got to be in his 40s, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I assume so. I know the name. I never really seen him wrestle, too. But uh, he, he was fine. I just, who, who cares? I didn't know him. You know? I've seen him in, uh, I, I know him pretty well. I mean, he was in Ring of Honor. And I watched quite a few matches with him in Ring of Honor. And I'm glad they actually kept his entrance theme from Ring of Honor, surprisingly. So I guess TK bought him out. But is he signed with the AEW, or was it just a one-off? Probably a one-off until they get a TV show, you know? If they, if. If they, get, if they get a TV show. they got to turn that Rampage in the ring on right now. Rampage is dead in the water, dude. Wow, 300,000, right? <laughs> what did I predict? <laughs> Didn't I predict 300,000 this week? You did. I said it, dude. <laughs> yeah. And what do you know? It fucking happened. It's fucking true, man. I'm worried for Rampage, dude. I'm worried even for for Dynamite because let's be honest, WWE is on the way up with with its ratings. Funny enough, yep. And and AEW is like right down. I mean, should AEW be worried? Um, they just got to rethink and come up with a game plan and get some help. Tony Khan needs some help. Needs some uh, opinions. They need to stop being butthurt. They got to take criticism. Hmm. They are coming off Millennial, you know. Oh, absolutely. But they are the millennial company, bro. Then they got to uh, learn from that. Millennials can be better too. They can grow. <laughs> no, they can. They can. But I'm sure they won't like us telling them that they can grow. Wow. <laughs> That's the problem. 
<laughs> Fucking millennials. Anyway, Hangman Adam Page ends up winning by pinfall with a buckshot lariat in a hard-hitting matchup. But um, at the end of the match, we get Adam Cole rushing to cut a promo on the stage, but interrupted by Switchblade Jay White. He says he's given last week a lot of thought and he's responsible for making Forbidden Door as big as possible. And as much as he'd like to do a favor for a good friend, his opponent still can't be Adam Cole because he lost to Hangman Page twice. But Hangman, he knows that he and Milwaukee and the world are just dying to know who the Switchblade is going to wrestle at Forbidden Door for his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Well, it won't be Page. And that gets him to slap the mic out on White's hand. Page brawls with him. Cole runs down. Hangman knocks him aside. Jay throws him to the apron. And Cole cracks Page in the gentleman's area. Switchblade beats him down. Adam Cole grabs the title and lays in wait. But when White turns around, he hesitates before hitting him with the title. And instead asks him to pick Page up. Enter Kazuchika Okada. And the place goes bananas as the Rainmaker slides into the ring. And faces off with the two heels and starts throwing elbows. Page gets back to his feet and throws Cole in the in the collar and beats him down while Okada works Jay over some more. The baby faces turn and face each other. Cole runs in and Page cracks him one, leading Switchblade to duck a Rainmaker as Tony Schiavone is backstage with Jay Cargill. Um, dude, I, I felt like Kazuchi Okada got the biggest pop of the night. He did. The crowd actually knew his song. It, that, that Weird, was, right? Yeah. <laughs> I jokingly in my head, I'm like, that's like 15,000 virgins that know that from just thinking <laughs> <up." laughs> Every virgin in Milwaukee was there tonight. <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to do this show? <laughs> oh, well, 15,000 virgins did go wild, Stick. bro. Their dicks got hard at the sight of Kazuchika Okada, that's for sure. I mean, dude, they were chanting, oh, God, da. Oh, God, da. They were going ape shit, bro. I was shocked. They don't know Jay White, which is sad. Yeah. Right? It's sad. Jay White's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Thank you for saying that because he is. He really is awesome. And unfortunately, I don't know why the fans right now just don't give a shit in the States. Anyway, they don't seem to give a shit. While in Japan, he's a completely different monster. But uh, Kazuchi Okada, man, he's over in the States. He's over in Australia. He's over all over the world, bro. And this is what they should have done with all the New Japan guys. Waited till like the go home show. I already saw Will Ospreay too much now. I don't care as much. I already saw Tanahashi too much, and he looked like shit last week. So I don't care as much. <laughs> you know, uh, Jay White. I, I care, but the crowd didn't care last week. So that kind of turned me off of him. You know, uh, to, to, I'm glad they waited till the go home show for Okada to come out too. Made it more special. Like the whole pay per view would have been more special if we didn't see these guys. You know. I will admit, I felt like this felt like a go-home show, and it actually did hype me up a little bit for Forbidden Door. I won't lie. It actually has. Uh, just Okada did. Um, oh, absolutely. Okada alone hyped me up, for sure. Yeah. Osprey didn't. Jay White, did, the crowd wasn't buying it, didn't. But Okada did a little bit. Oh, man. Just that just that drop of the frigging coin when you hear that. And then just the crowd losing their shit. It's so good. Man, I was hoping we'd get... Freaking Tatsuya Naito, but unfortunately we didn't. But shit happens. I, I don't even know. Is he even going to be at Forbidden Door? Do you know anything about that, Kev? I haven't heard. Uh, well, I, 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 I heard uh, Okada wasn't going to be in it too. So uh, I'm glad. That's true. Uh, Dirty Runners have been wrong. I was excited that they were wrong. 
Yeah, me too, man, because I had a bad feeling about it myself. But we got him, and I'm just, I just hope it's not the last time we see him in AEW, though, man. I'm sure it'll be another appearance, but it could be a while. Yeah, we'll see. Well, Tony Schiavone's backstage with Jade Cargill and co. Jade says Red Velvet is hurt, but the show must go on. And Stokely Hathaway has breaking news. They're looking for a new baddie, and you have to use the hashtag baddie search. Explain why you belong in 140 characters or less, and keep your photos PG. What the fuck was this, Kev? Um, I like Jade Cargill. Um, it's cool. Oh, speaking oh. of Jade Cargill, the little dollar winner tonight. <laughs> I was prepared, bro. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I was prepared. I was absolutely prepared. But does that mean I can do this? I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we can all laugh with Millie's. Ball caps and Billy's. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we can all laugh with Millie's. Ball caps and Billy's. It's all raps for really. Where's Jeff? Where's Jeff? The song's playing. I know, where is Jeff? Fucking oh he's uh recording the Hammerlock hangover as we speak. Right, they're congrats, they're not live. Congrats, Jade. I buy that for a dollar. Absolutely. And you know what that means. I've got to do it one more time. I have to <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> you still like a hey. What a wonderful <laughs> world. <are> you <laughs> <laughs> You're a character, thanks. Oh, man. Anyway, we get back from the commercial, and Chris Dantlander and Athena are interviewed. They talk about the idea of trying out for the baddies, but they're not going to back down, and it doesn't matter how many women they have to fight. So go ahead and search. They've got the babe with the power. Willow Nightingale and Jade should cut the shit. Yeah. Didn't Willow That's Nightingale just lose to her? Didn't she just lose? Like on, on and just, was she on Rampage or something? I, I saw her lose. She sure did. <laughs> she did. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know how it is in AEW, bro. When you've got a one and four record, you're automatically number one contender for the TBS Women's Championship. Because you're fifteen and three. Because of Tor. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of fifteen and three, we get Marina Shafir versus Tony Storm. Meh, Tony Storm wins with a bridging folding press. I like I that. didn't like this match. I, I like the finish. Um, Marina Shafir kind of sucks. She sucks bad. Yeah. How does she keep getting this, like, such a high profile and all these other women could be using that spot? I think Tony Storm should have beat her within a couple minutes because she actually went a while. She had, like, a longer match with Thunder Rosa, like, a week or two ago. So would have made uh, Tony look more powerful. She beat her pretty quickly. But no, that doesn't happen here in AEW, man. It just doesn't. doesn't matter who you wrestle. You could be wrestling Alan Angels and you're the number one guy. You're going to a 15-minute bomb burner. doesn't matter. It, it's just weird, bro. I don't get it how they do that shit, but whatever. Post-match, we get Nyla Rose attacking and, and puts boots to Tony, cheering Marina on as she joins in. Thunder Rosa then makes a save and Storm powers up enough to help send the heels packing. Tony hands her the title and they square up. And brah. Big fuck. Does Tony have a chance of getting this championship? She does, because uh, Thunder Rose's uh, reign's going pretty shitty. Um, so they just don't give her a storyline. You know, she doesn't get much mic time. 
they don't show her much on the show at all. You know, she gets like four seconds to stand there and look cool, you know? She's yeah, I guess. Well, I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right because I really want Tony to get that championship off Thunder Rosa, but we'll see. Uh, we move on with Darby Allen cutting a promo backstage with Sting, calling Kyle O'Reilly a liar and saying they have two friends to even the odds on Friday. Shingo Tagaki and Hiromu Takahashi. Sting says they're going to keep kicking bodies down the hill until nobody's left. As we get a video package for Ray Phoenix versus Andrade Al Idalo on Rampage. Uh, what do you think of this Darby Sting freaking little package? I know you spoke about it earlier. You thought it was yeah. all right. You liked it. Yeah, it was all right. Um, kicking down the hill. I don't know what that meant, but it, it was fine. It was okay. Darby <laughs> confident. You know, it's the most confident I've seen him on the on mic. And yeah, but I feel is going to be awesome. So, well, I'm glad that I'm going to see Darby Allen and uh, Takahashi together in the same sort of uh, team and ring because them two are both nutcases. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. But um, we move on to the main event and we get Chris Jericho and Lance Archer versus Hiroshi Tanahashi and John Moxley in a fun little tag team matchup with Hiroshi Tanahashi and John Moxley winning by pinfall with a high fly flow from Tanahashi on Lance Archer. Again, Lance Archer eats a pin. Again, Lance Archer is a fucking loser. And again, Lance Archer, he's going to get nothing. He's never going to get anything here in AEW, bro. It was just a brawl. It was a good brawl. But, like, if I didn't know anything about Tanahashi, I would think, like, I can't go on the mic and all. Like, I know he does more than just brawl, but today it just looked like he was a brawler. Like, they uh, definitely aren't showcasing the best of his abilities, you know, making him look like, why is this guy a big deal, you know? <laughs> why who knows man but yeah we know he is but based on what they've presented to us you would have no idea that's what does my hitting kev that's why it's like like what do you do you know what i'm saying like look tanahashi though he's actually pretty over in the states generally man akata was mega over tonight mm -hmm. christian done the promo of his life i mean seriously we haven't seen christian do a promo like that since Long Maybe 15 time. years, man. Yep, long time. Seriously, think about the last time Christian done a promo like this, dude. It's hard. Yeah, he hasn't been healed in a long time, you know? And he was like, he was on the bench for what, like, what was he retired for, like, four years? Maybe longer? Five years? Due to concussions, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, he's back and turtleneck and all, bro. Douchey turtleneck as well. I love it, bro. Hopefully this goes like pretty well, but we'll see what happens. What but, was your um, night? Because you said uh, the uh, Malachi one wouldn't have been yours at all. So what would you do? Match of the match of the night is difficult because for me the segment of the night was Okada, right? But match of the night, you know what, dude? That is such a good fucking call. Let me see. These were the matches, right? Mm -hmm. You know what, man? I would actually say Will Ospreay and Aussie Open against Orange Cassidy and uh, Rapungi Vice. Okay, I can see that. It was just a little uh, too much. Too many uh, near falls that should have been a fall. Uh, I didn't like the who won. I... That's true. I agree with that. Absolutely. There was way too many near falls and way too many spots. It, yeah, it wasn't that... as sloppy as my match, you know, but I'll give you that. Yeah, like I, I really had to think about it. <laughs> I actually had to think about it. So I guess, yeah, it'd be that match for sure, man. Funny that. But what would you give the show overall if you had to like give it five stars, like good old Schmelzer Melzer? What would you give it out of five? 
Uh, two and a half. Two, two and a half. Oof, that's pretty two. low. Two, yeah, two, two and a half. Mm, that's pretty low. I'll go three and a half, bro. Three and a half. That's a good stuff. Only, only because of Okada and the Christian promo. That's it. Alright. Them, them two things alone got it over to three and a half, bro. If that shit wasn't there, two for me. I'm telling you, that's <laughs> that's how it would have felt. But you know what? Before we go home, how about we uh, do a little forbidden door predictions? Actually, careful for what matches that we know of so far. All right, because I don't do think I've got. Well, let's start off with um, Real Osprey and Orange Cassidy. Oh man, I want <laughs> I want Osprey to win, but I've got a bad feeling that Cassidy's gonna win. But before I make my mind up, am I wrong in saying that, Kev? Uh, it's gotta be Osprey. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Sure. Yeah, I I put like a lock on that. It's gonna be Osprey. He's one and two. Cassidy wasn't even supposed to originally be in the match. Supposed to be Andrade, but they had problems with uh, trip. You, you know, you heard about that, right? What Andrade it was supposed to be Andrade versus Will Osprey, oh, yeah, but triple right, because of CMML, right? Yeah, so triple A wouldn't allow it. That's confirmed, Politics, by right? That's confirmed by Conan, too. yeah. No, you're right, man. It's, it's just straight up politics, bro. Straight up politics, it is what it is. It's dumb, but it is what oh. it is. And people on the internet too. Uh, Jim Cornette was praising Osprey. He said he's awesome, but uh, no. Yeah, he just hates that. He was great until Cassidy came out, and he, he hates that he's doing Cassidy. No fucking way. Didn't he used to give shit to Osprey, bro? Uh, just because he talked too much. Like he never saw him wrestle. That's why he made sure he watched him. Said he was awesome. Wow. And, uh, wow. Everyone should have been over his jock and not finger bang. <laughs> finger. What's he called? Kenny Omega? Finger bang? Uh, McFinger bang. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Twinkle Toes McFinger yeah, bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said the boss was great and he's not. Uh, he's going to hate him after this match. Kenny he, Olivier. Yeah, <laughs> so I know they say he, he, he does and he, he thought Will Ospreay was really good, uh, but he hates uh, Orange Cassidy. Well, I hate Orange Cassidy too. It must be the name, you know, the gyms. But my heart says Will Ospreay. My head tells me Cassidy, but I'm going to go Ospreay because you convinced me. Nice. But I've got a bad feeling, Kev. I don't know, man. I've just got a bad feeling, but we'll see. Well, we move on to the next matchup, which is for your AEW Women's World Championship between Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. I'm going to be biased, and I'm going for Tony time all the time here, Kev. I want Thunder Rosa to win, um, but I think I think Tony's going to win. I think Tony I think Tony Khan was the fucker because he's pushing her like way over. Shit. Pushing her really hard. So Tony Khan wants to fuck her because yeah, he's pushing her really hard. Or does he wish he's pushing her really hard? What's that? He wants to be <laughs> or does he or does he wish to be pushing her really hard? Absolutely. Get it? Absolutely. <laughs> I want Thunder Rose to win. I don't think she should lose the belt yet, but I think she's gone. Well, I hope she does lose the belt, but I've got a feeling she won't, but I'm gonna stick with Tony anyway. Well, we go to our next matchup, which is a trios match between Jericho, Minoru, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara versus Eddie Kingston, Rilla Yuta, and Shota Umino, who's Vetsu's son, in a weird match. Because when I say weird, how the fuck did this really happen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, how does this even make sense? Minoru Suzuki just walks out randomly, and now he's with Jericho, and like, uh, I never heard of Shogo Mino. Oh, he's good, bro. He's good. I know. I don't know if 
look, people will like roll their eyes when I say that, but he's good for a rookie Japanese wrestler. Believe me when I tell you that, man. He's been on excursion in the UK. His dad is Red Shoes. Um, you know, Red Shoes, the referee oh. in New Japan. That's yeah. his old man. Okay. So, yeah, man. So uh, he's he's good. Believe me when I tell you that. But this one's a tough one, bro. I mean, I'm gonna go with. Uh... Kingston and Yuta, just because Jericho's up, was he up like 2-0 on Kingston right now? Yeah. yeah so I think he's got to get his redemption and Jericho doesn't even have to take the pinfall. Sammy nah. can't take the he just joined him. I guess nah, that's- Nah, nah, fuck that, bro. Jericho, Suzuki, and Guevara are winning. Nah, surely they have to, bro. I think Suzuki's taking the pinfall. Come on, look at the three, these three against them three. Let's be real here, bro. Tony Khan's obsessed with Yuta, man. God. Damn it, it's not the right fucking thing to do then, man. Unless you sh- they should have changed the teams up, man. Yeah, if I booked it, Sammy Guevara would pin you to, but I'm not booking it. So I'm gonna say, I think uh, Eddie's, uh, Tony's taking Eddie Wheeler and Shoto to win. I know you're right. You're 100% right. No doubt about it. But when I look at this and I look at it right now, you got Jericho, Suzuki, and Guevara against Kingston, Yuta, and Umino. Like, really? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a mismatch. Look. Like, Power. God damn it, man. You're right. Technically, if we go on Pro Wrestling 101, it needs to be Kingston, Yuta, and Umino that win, right? Yes. But I can't. I can't. I have to go with Joker, Suzuki, Guevara only because that's that's just such a strong lineup compared to the other three, dude. I'll be rooting for him, but I'm, my fight to put money on it, I would take the other guys. Wow. Anyway, man, it's unbelievable. Stupid booking, in my opinion, but I don't know. Because it's not going to make Yuta. It's not going to make Umino. I don't know, bro. We'll see. Well, we go to the next matchup. This should be good, but then again, Rapungi Vice is in it. As a winner-takes-all match for your IWGP World Tag Team title and your Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships between FTR, your Ring of Honor champs, Jeff Cobb and Grado Khan, your New Japan Heavyweight champs, Tag Team champs, that is, and Rapungi Vice, and um, oh, this is easy, man. Uh, well, actually, it's do we get FTR winning the IWGP Tag Team Championships here? You have to. Oof. They better do some runs in Japan, then you'd think, right? Well, they probably will. Maybe that's why they're not the uh, the uh, champions of AEW. They can do that, you know. Well, they should have given them all the belts, in my opinion, but <laughs> I guess not. But yeah, yeah I th- we'll get them all. Got- Can we get a fucking schmoz at the end of this? Uh, what do you mean? I'm with like the Young Bucks coming out? Yeah, like something like that where no one wins any championships due to uh, outside interference. Um, is there no DQ because it's a triple threat? Uh, is it a Bedlam match? First of all, uh, it doesn't say. They don't, call, like, they don't call DQs anyway, and uh. Yeah, that's true. Fuck it, you're right. (laughs) You're right. Well, yeah. For now, I would say FTR. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some bullshit that happens at the end, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I got a FTR too. All right. Next, it was originally supposed to be Brian Danielson against Zack Sabre Jr., but I'm going to say it now. For me, it's Cesaro. For you, it's Gargano. Mm Mm-hmm. Either way, it's one of them two facing Zack Sabre Jr., according to myself, and the Dollar King, Kevin Panetta. But um, if you, <laughs> how about this? I say Cesaro, you say Gagano, and whoever gets that gets an extra point for this matchup. 
Cool, that'll be the and then, And then a bonus point for who's going to win. So whoever it is between Cesaro and Gargano, are they beating Zack Sabre Jr.? Ah. Um, no. No. Nah, Sabre's one. I say yes. With a big yes, with my hands in the air. Wave them all around like you just don't care. Anyway, you know what I mean. Alright, that's interesting. We both go the opposite ways. Uh, um, we've also got, which I don't have the thing up for, but it's Kazuchika Okada versus the Switchblade, Jay White. And uh, Hangman Adam Page and the fat fuck Adam Cole for your IWGP World Heavyweight Championship in a four-way dance. Oof. Could we get a freaking change of hands of the belt man in this match? Or way too soon? Uh, New Japan usually keeps the belt on guys long. I was surprised that Switchblade got it when he did, to be honest. I'm going to go with Okada, though. Stay yeah, I'll... I'll... I want to say Okada, but I just feel like there's going to be some fucking fuckery with the Bullet Club, dude. That's going to save fucking I Jay White's ass. That could happen. Because I don't see... He just won the title last week, man. I don't see him, like, dropping it already. But they already have uh, Switchblade and Adam Cole with animosity right now, the way Adam Cole was looking at him, so they can, like, cost each other, you know? True, true. Yeah, you're right. Uh... The hangman obviously is not gonna win it. Uh, don't mind that if you. <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> Fucking crazy fucks next door. Anyway, anyway, bro. Yeah, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to say Jay White because it just don't make sense for Carter to win it so soon. I hope I'm wrong because I want Kazuchika or Carter to win it. I like. I must just say, talk, I've been talking crap on Cole's body. I like all four of the guys. I was a great big Adam Cole fan in NXT. I was a huge NXT fan, so uh, he should bulk up. But uh, I'd be happy that any four of these guys win. I like all four of them, but I'm taking Okada. Oh, absolutely, Okada. And um, we've got one more matchup. And where is it? Why hasn't it come up over here yet? But it's between Tanahashi and John Moxley for your interim AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Who's getting this one, bro? It'd be a travesty if John Moxley lost. John's got one. I want Tanahashi to win it, bro. Oh, you're that's because you've watched a lot more New Japan than me. You're definitely a bigger fan of him. Uh, well, yeah, I'm a huge fan of his. I want Tanahashi to win it. Uh, he wins it. it won't be as good. How do you, you, you? He just proved he can't speak. You know. Job, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! It's like that. The show needs Moxie to be the champ right now. Like, uh, we're bastards. You know, we're absolute pricks, bro. Yeah, Straight up, Megan with the most money too. So it's gotta be Moxie. Ah, Moxie! I tell you, <laughs> am I being racist now? <laughs> Do you think I'm being a bit of a prick there? Anyway, Not at all. look, I'm, I'm just having fun. Come on, guys. I mean, shit. Look, I want Tanahashi to win. Whether he does win, shit, I don't know, man. I'm so fucking uh, puzzled here, bro. So you're going Moxley? Yeah. I'm going Tana, bro. Fuck it, I'm gonna go Tanahashi. You have to, the ace has gotta win, bro. Go ace. Johnny Ace is gonna win. John, <laughs> he won already, bro. <laughs> 
You a prick? Nah. Come on, bro. Me a prick? Nah. Why would I be a prick? <laughs> but anyway. Well. Yeah, Moxley, exactly. Well, Kev, I think we can take it home, my man. Finally, we spoke about it. I mean, we probably shat on it a bit. I enjoyed bits and pieces. Like I said, you rated it a two, was it? I said three and a half. Two and a half and three and a half. We both had different takes on it, but it was, nevertheless, it was it was a not bad show. I don't know if it was better than Raw, though, Kev. Was it, do you think it was better than Raw? Actually, Raw what was, would have been. Yeah, it was probably better this week. Raw was boring this week. Last week, two weeks ago, Raw was really was a lot better. Not two weeks, but last week. Yeah. It was definitely better than Raw. Not by much, much, but definitely right. better than Raw. But um, yeah, man. Go, Kev. Tell them where they can find you, my man. All right, my personal stuff online is at Panetta Sexy Time. And uh, please follow my uh, wrestling podcast at Dollar Club Wrestling, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, my wrestling character is the Dollar King. In the Dollar King we trust, buy some Dollar King merch at ProWrestlingTees.com uh, <laughs> backslash uh, Dollar Club Wrestling. Um, got some cool merch. Then uh, follow our YouTube page, Dollar Club Wrestling. Absolutely. Beautiful. Anything else? What about Twitter? Did you plug Twitter? Uh, Panetta Sexy Time on Twitter. There you go. Yeah. Well, anything else? Like IG? Um, uh, July 23rd, come to that Legends of Hamburg show at the, Ham- the uh, legendary Ham- Hamburg Fieldhouse in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Come meet Booker T, uh, Angelina Love, with the uh, uh, Charmel, Tatanka, Sergeant Slaughter, we have tons of wrestlers there. The Dollar Club will be there. Johnny the Jobber, Rock Hard Jim Prenti. <laughs> I love that name, man. Rock Hard Jim Prenti. That's the best, bro. Johnny the Jobber. Tell him I said hi, man. What's up, Johnny? We had a great time. You, you know, those boys are more than welcome to come and join us whenever they feel like it, man. And and I, and I mean that, Kev. They can jump on whenever they want. And I mean, I had a blast last week on the Smack Talk. That was fun as, bro. Nice. But um, on ours, oh, absolutely. Too. Yeah. Well, what are you doing this week? Are you busy this week or you're not going to be you're tomorrow, going out? Tomorrow, oh, Friday, you mean? I might be around Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow night we're filming a podcast too with our top 25 wrestlers of all time. Oh, oh that's going to be controversial. Definitely. You've got to tune into that one, folks. Heck, I might even... Do, are you guys going to go live at all? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't tried yet if I can or not. I'm going to attempt to. Uh, see. If you need me, I can probably produce for you guys to go live. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because that way I can actually get you live. Because I think you have to come through here to go live over there, if, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. So, uh, yeah, man. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. Or, or yeah, obviously tomorrow because it's pretty late now. But please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. Also, like and subscribe at the PW Hustle Networks. We can find the skirmish over there. I mean, media group channelattitude.com for only five bucks you can get rampage uncaged with myself jargo and chris ams reviewing rampage every week for five bucks and i think that's about covers it oh yeah and if you want to follow me on twitter you can at pwc network and at dj mess mass effects insane that kev i think we're done finally i'm jimmy t he's a dollar king sexy time kevin panetta and you've been listening to the and watching to the pwc wednesday night skirmish right here on the pwc network and on youtube live facebook and twitter we're everywhere man peace respect the dollar
German suplex. Oh, my God. The flippy floppy got Silas in trouble. No, Silas. Ring awareness, Silas. You know how this buckshot Larry feels, don't you? Uh, Ring awareness. Shut up, Tony. Okay, man. Hey, shot. Great win. Great match. The winner of this match, Hangman Adam Page. Shut the damn music off right now. Oh, please. Boys and girls, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? Here's a switchblade. Jay White is not ready for story time. Interrupting his his so-called friend. Adam, Adam, Adam. First off, let me apologize for coming out here and interrupting story time with Adam Cole. But I feel like I owe you an explanation. But over the last week, I've been giving it a lot, a lot of thought. And as the catalyst of professional wrestling, I'm responsible for all of this. That means I'm responsible for making Forbidden Door as big as it can be. And as much as I would love to make it about Bullet Club and the Undisputed Elite and do a favor for a good friend, my opponent at Forbidden Door, it still can't be you. Because Adam, you lost to him. Twice. But Hangman, I know that you and Milwaukee and the world, you are all just dying to know who I will face at Forbidden Door. This Sunday on pay-per-view. Just who will I face for my IWGP World Heavyweight Championship? Hangman, I can tell you who it won't be. It will not be you. Well, Hangman, that didn't go over so well. Oh, Jay White gets the tables turned on him. Hangman teeing off on the champ. And now Hangman taking out Adam Cole as well. Adam Cole trying to get in the action by getting, going through the back door there. Wait a second. Hang oh, the low blow. blow. Man, what a cracking low blow that was by Hangman Adam Page, which basically renders the uh, Hangman helpless. But look at this. As, as Jay White tees off on Hangman Adam Page, Adam Cole has that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Wait a minute. Who's the object of this affection? Whoa. And I thought Switchblade almost got stabbed in the back. I wouldn't. Adam Cole and Switchblade Jay White. Oh my God, nobody better in the world than this is 
absolutely off the page amazing. Kazuchika Okada, the former IWGP Heavyweight World Champion. And look at this, Okada and Hangman teeing off on Jay White and Adam Cole. Man, what a night here. Kazuchika Okada making a impromptu debut, coming to the aid of Adam Bay Bay want to get a cheap shot in, didn't work. Okada, Rainmaker, no! Switchblade avoided it. And Jay White leaving with his tail tucked between his legs and also leaving with that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. But for how long? I can't wait for Sunday. Pay-per-view is going to be extraordinary. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see these international superstars in action. And it has suddenly gotten quite a bit more interesting with the arrival of the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada.
ライガーズ IWGP のベルトってのは本当に重いんですねそうですね前に来ましたね当然のごとくさらっと新記録達成だよだがよそんなものはブレインメーカーにとっちゃただの通過点だおいこれからも半永久的に誰一人ブレインメーカーを止めることはできないなんでかわかるかおいレスリングドンタク2018の最後はもちろんこの男にしめる完全無欠の IWGP ヘビー級チャンピオンレインメーカー各地下オーカーダー マイクを岡田が受け取ります。三つ、ごめんなさい。ストップ。話しろし。金橋君金橋先輩まあどうでもいいや強かったよ。バーツ。V12達成しました。これは正直記録に。こだわりはないんでしっかり。iwgpヘビー級のチャンピオンの姿を見せていきます。3つ。特にありません。と言いたいところだけど次のチャレンジャー誰も出てこないまあおじけついてんでしょうまあ V12を振り返ると丸藤ケニー鈴木柴田バレ手に引き分けフォーディーイービル内藤真田ザック金橋引き分けが一個入ってた
次は大阪城ホールかな去年の大阪城ホール60分引き分けだった国を目が。ケニーオメガの名前を口にしました。場内ケニーコールです。ケニーオメガが姿を見せます。そしてリングに向かう去年の大阪城ホール決着がつかなかったこの2人12回の防衛のうちただ1人だけ岡田が勝つことができなかったのがこのケニー・オメガそのケニー・オメガがリングに上りました応援するのね引き分けのまま終われないんだよ去年は60分時間切れ引き分けだよもうさ引き分けとかなしで無制限でやろうぜ何間無制限3本勝負いいね楽しいねそれはしっかり3本勝負であの大阪城ホールの続きを見せてください時間無制限3本勝負まさに全体未満今年の大阪城ホールとんでもないことが起きます<音楽>いやこれは金沢さん驚きましたいや全体無言ですね時間無制限一本勝負あっても時間無制限三本勝負ですよ史上初ですよねこれ IWGP 戦に関してはねそうですね六十分三本勝負っていうのはあったにしてもさあ岡田何を語るのかもう決定でしょう
時間無制限3本勝負楽しみだねその試合も勝って
This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. Right, infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! W Hustle, the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.